another beautiful Sunday. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Le paragadabu shakadibaradabasha librushkadadabrandabadaba My God Le porobogododobo shakadadabadadabo shikadadabrandagadadabaha Oh 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 God has been good to us God has been good to us Madarabagadadaba Iparabagado shatatalabarubadagadabrata God has been good to us. Oh, We cannot be ungrateful. We cannot be ungrateful. We cannot be ungrateful. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh God of mercy Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on Oh God, our life is in your hands, my God Lidoro modobo rabadush kede devaza limara gadu vadiko rodobo shelabrosh kete lebranda gadiba oh mashata daba kadaba yes lord yes lord yes lord makada dabra tada dabraka take your glory take your honor makada dabado granda gadibo shada dabara gaduba my god you are welcome this is our Sunday impact service. And Sundays are for the word. Sundays are for the word. Sundays are for the word. We meet on every Sunday at 7 p.m. This is Prayer Life Virtual Church. And I'm your host, Vincent Chamatin. God bless you so much. Nanajwa, God bless you for being here. Ima, God bless you so much. Prince, my son, God bless you so much. Ima, you have been consistent. You have been consistent. You have been consistent. That is undeniable. And the same way you have been consistent with the things of the kingdom, 
May the Lord be consistent with the things concerning you. In Jesus' name. Eugenia, we have to talk. It's been so long. Who is here? Say something. I want to see you. My son, great town. God bless you so much. Estelle, God bless you so much. I'm waiting for one more person to join and we take off. The very moment there are 10 people live, we are taking off. Nanequia. You are welcome. Wonderful Father, your people have gathered. Lord, we are gathered at your feet, O God. Speak through me to your people. Anybody that came to watch me, Lord, let them not see me, but let them see you in Jesus' name. Oh God, we tear the heavens open that your spirit might descend on your people. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, take over, be enthroned in Jesus' name. Let the believers say amen. you need to fulfill your purpose five keys five keys <laughs> whenever I'm about to share the word of God with you I am excited and the reason I'm excited is because the only thing the only thing that comes to abide with you all the days of your life is the word of God. The only thing that comes to abide with you is the word of God. Prayer does not abide with you. That is why Jesus said, pray without ceasing. Because when you cease, it doesn't abide. But when the word comes, it comes to abide. That is because the word is Jesus himself. Five keys 
to fulfill your purpose. Sewa, you are welcome. The program, you are coming, right? Yes, I'm expecting you. The first key, quickly, we are taking off. The first key that you need to fulfill your purpose. Please get your pens and your notepads ready. Number one, every believer is called into ministry. Hmm. In order to fulfill your purpose, you need to understand that you, as a believer, you are called into ministry. Please listen to me. Every believer is called into ministry. Somebody is asking, man of God, what are you talking about? You are called into ministry. Impressive. You are called into ministry. Great Sam. You are called into ministry. Do you believe in Jesus? And have you accepted him as your Lord and personal Savior? If you have, then you are called into ministry. Ima, you are called into ministry. Every single person here who has accepted Jesus and is a believer and is a Christian and is a spiritual person is called into ministry. Please follow. Hmm. What is ministry? What is ministry? Man of God, what do you mean? What is ministry? Ministry is simply sharing with others what the Lord has given to you. If the Lord has given you the gift of encouragement, when you encourage people, you are doing the work of the ministry. Follow. In order to fulfill your assignment on earth, you need to first understand the key that you are called into ministry. If the Lord has blessed you with money and you share that money with a person, with a Christian, with the church, you are doing the work of the ministry. <laughs> Jesus said, The lady called Mary Magdalene was a prostitute and she came and broke an expensive bottle. At the feet of Jesus. And the disciples said, Why are you allowing her to waste it? And the Bible said, Jesus said, Hey, she is not wasting it. No. She is doing the work of the ministry because by breaking the oil at the feet of Jesus, what she was doing was anointing the body of Jesus for his burial. That is the work of the ministry. Think about it. Just breaking a bottle can be the work of the ministry. Jesus said, wherever this gospel will be preached, this part of the gospel will be preached in favor of the woman. That is the work of the ministry. Many of you think 
that's when we say you are called into ministry it means you either have to be a prophet an apostle an evangelist a pastor or a teacher no once you are born again you are called into the work of the ministry now let me take you to the scriptures first corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 quickly 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 who is posting the verse for me first corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 to the church of god which is at corinth to those who are sanctified in christ jesus called to be saints oh and so being a saint is a calling <laughs> to the church of god which is at corinth to those who are sanctified in christ jesus the members who have accepted christ jesus as their lord and personal savior are called to be saints so your calling is to be a saint <coughs> with all who are in every place call on the name of jesus christ our lord both this and ours so anybody that calls upon the name of jesus is called to be a saint hmm. romans chapter 1 verse 7 to all who are in rome to all the believers who are in rome beloved of god called to be saints wow so if you have accepted god as your lord and personal savior it means that you have a calling and you have received a call to be a saint first corinthians chapter 1 verse 9 the bible said god is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son wow our calling is to be in a fellowship with his son that is our calling it means that you and i are called into ministry you did not just accept god you did not just accept god by choice no you accepted god because you were fulfilling your calling <laughs> many people are shocked when they find out that they have the calling of god why are you shocked once you have accepted god you have accepted to fulfill your calling and this is a key that you need to understand to fulfill your purpose no matter what you do no matter what your career is this is your calling first corinthians chapter 1 verse 4 i thank my god always concerning you for the grace of god which was given to you by christ jesus verse 5 that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and in all knowledge listen i thank god for the grace you have received the grace given to you by jesus that you were enriched in everything by him it means that the grace of god is the enrichment in utterance and in knowledge simple what is grace what is the grace of god 
the grace of God is the enrichment that you have received in Christ Jesus. In utterance, in your words, in the things you say, and in all knowledge. So the knowledge that you come here to receive every day, the things you are writing down in your notepad, the things you are realizing as I am sharing the word of God with you, that is what we call the grace of God. So when you are saying you do not have the grace to do something, all you are saying is you do not have the knowledge to do that thing. I wish I was preaching to the church. Are you here? Are you here? Are you learning? If you do not have the grace to raise someone from the dead, all it means is that you do not have the knowledge to raise the person. Grace is utterance and knowledge is somebody here Somebody shout Jesus. How come I'm not seeing your comments? I'm not seeing any comments. Can you hear me?
Thank you, Jesus. So the first key to fulfilling your assignment, your purpose, is that every believer is called into ministry. Every believer every believer is called into ministry first corinthians chapter 1 verse 4 i thank my god always concerning you for the grace of god which was given to you by Christ Jesus verse 5 that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge now he is explaining what what he means by the grace of God so the grace of God is simply all utterance and all knowledge when one says I have the grace to deal with this matter. It means that I have the knowledge to deal with it. Grace is simply the enrichment in your utterances and in your knowledge concerning a, a specific thing. So if you have the grace to raise the dead, it means that you have the knowledge to raise the dead and also what to say to raise the dead. The utterance and the knowledge. These two things make up grace. Grace is not just knowledge and grace is not just utterance, but utterance and knowledge put together is called the grace of God. If you have the grace to deal with witches, it means that you have the utterance or the things to say and also the knowledge concerning the matter. Simply. Verse 6. Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, verse 7, so that you come short in no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. You come short in no gift. What do you need the gift of God for? If not for the work of ministry. Every believer is called into ministry. Please, listen to me. Who will also confirm you to the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son. Your calling is to be a saint. Your calling is to be a believer. Your calling is to fellowship with his son Jesus Christ. Every believer is called into the work of the ministry. So what the Bible meant by many are called was that every single person that believes in Jesus Christ is part of the called. 
when I was preaching the vessels, I said there is a category of vessels called chosen vessels and every single believer who believes in Jesus and accepts him as the Lord and personal savior is part of the chosen vessels. You are part of the called and hence many are called. You are called. The brethren is called. Fellow believers are called. You are all called. So the first key is that every believer is called into the work of the ministry. And I explain that ministry simply is sharing with others that which the Lord has given you. No matter what the Lord has given you, when you share that thing with a person, whether the thing is spiritual or physical, that is the work of the ministry. The second key is that being a prophet is not a calling. Being an apostle is not a calling. Being a teacher is not a calling. Being an evangelist is not a calling. And being a pastor, the fivefold ministry is not a calling. <laughs> Somebody is asking, what is the man of God saying? Pastors are not called. Prophets are not called. Preachers are not called. No. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Listen, some are apostles, some are prophets, some are evangelists, some are pastors, but all are teachers, not some, all are teachers. That means that if you are given to be an apostle, you are also a teacher. If you are given to be a prophet, you are also a teacher. If you are given to be an evangelist, you are also a teacher. If you are given to be a pastor, you are also a teacher. Some are not teachers. All are teachers. But see, verse 11, the Bible did not say he called some to be prophets. That is because being a prophet... It's not a calling. Being an apostle is not a calling. Being an evangelist is not a calling. Being a pastor is not a calling. What is a calling is for you to be part of the saints. And hence many are called. But those that are chosen are the ones that are given to be prophets, to be apostles, to be evangelists, to be pastors and teachers. I don't know if you are getting my message. So when you see a prophet, the person is a prophet not because the person is called. Because both of you are called since you believe in Jesus. But the person is chosen to be a prophet. Amongst those that are called, a few are chosen to be apostles, prophets, evangelists and pastors. Am I communicating? And the reason these few are chosen to be apostles, prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers is because verse 12, the Bible said, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. 
The only reason God has chosen you to be a prophet or to be an apostle or to be an evangelist or to be a preacher is for you to equip the rest of the people for the work of the ministry because the rest of the people have been called by God for the work of the ministry. I am giving you keys. Keys are difficult to share. You see how difficult it is for you to give your key to someone. How difficult it is for you to give your car key to someone. How difficult it is for you to give your room keys to someone. Keys are not easy to share. So these keys I am sharing with you are tough. Yes, keys are not meant to be easy to share. The first key is that you are called into the work of the ministry. The second key is that the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers, they are not called. Those ones, they are called just as you, but those ones were chosen from the saints. So you are an apostle because you were chosen. You are a prophet because you are chosen. You are an evangelist because you are chosen. That is not a calling. The office of an apostle is not a calling. The office of a prophet is not a calling. It is God who has chosen you and placed you there. So he said, he himself gave some or chose some to be. Yes, it is not a calling. So do not go there and misbehave. If you are in the office of an apostle, do not go there and misbehave. Misbehave. If you are in the office of a teacher, do not go there and misbehave. <coughs> and the only reason some of us have found our way into these various offices is for the equipping of the rest of the people who are called to do the work of the ministry if you are here you are not sharing anything with anybody you are refusing to do the work of the ministry and it will be difficult for you to fulfill your purpose on earth verse 13 of Ephesians chapter 4 so we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man. To we all come to the unity of the faith. There is only unity of the faith when everybody understands their roles in the kingdom. If you do not understand your role, there cannot be unity in the faith. No. You do not know what you've been called to do. You think being called means that ayakadubalata means that you have to stand stand behind the pulpit and preach. No. No. What has God given you? What has God given you? What has God given you? Share it with others. That is the work of the ministry. Simple. What I am sharing with you now 
is a word of God that God is giving to you through me. If you are able to share what I am giving with you, or I'm giving to you with others, you are doing the work of the ministry. Simple. That is why I always tell people, being in ministry is not a job. Being in ministry is a calling. So when you say, I am in ministry, then you are only fulfilling your calling. Your calling becomes a job when you are chosen into one of the offices. There are four offices. The office of an apostle slash teacher. The office of a prophet slash teacher. The office of an evangelist slash teacher. And the office of a pastor slash teacher. There are only four. So when people say there are fivefold ministries, listen, take it from me. It is not true. There are only four because being a teacher is not for some, it's for all. Read your Bible carefully. So you can't say I'm a prophet who doesn't teach the word. You are a joke. You can't say I'm an evangelist who doesn't teach the word. You are a joke. You can't say I'm an apostle. I'm a pastor who doesn't, it doesn't work. There are four main offices. So now, when you begin to do the work of the ministry and you are now chosen into one of the four offices, you are now doing the work of the ministry as your job. It is when the ministry becomes a job. But if you are not called into any of the offices, you are only doing the work of the ministry. Yes. Follow carefully. Verse 14. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro. This is why God is choosing some of us into the four offices. So that we will no longer be children and be tossed to and fro. You go here and they will trick you. You go there and they will lie to you. You go there and they will deceive you. That is why some of us are called into the various offices. So that we can help guide you. But we are all called into the work of the ministry. Follow. You are there. You don't do anything for God. All you do is to show up for church services. When we close, you have closed. Listen. You will never be able to fulfill your purpose on earth. I am telling you, this is a key that you need. You will never be able to fulfill your purpose. Because until you take care of that which you were called to do, God will never assist you with your own. I know you have ambitions. I know you have dreams. I know you have visions of the future. But until you choose to fulfill your calling... In the ministry, God will never assist you. Verse 15. But speaking the truth in love. And that is why I'm not insulting you. I am telling you the truth in love. I am sharing with you the truth in love. That is the truth. That is the truth. It is the truth. There is nothing you can do about it. That is the truth. may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ Christ is the head of us all and for you to grow in all things that is why I have been called into the office of a prophet to assist you grow you don't come to church expecting to hear Enticing words of human wisdom Such things will never make you grow No 
when you come and the only thing I tell you is that you do well in life you will do this I mentioned your phone numbers which you already know how do you grow I mentioned the name of your grandfather mention the name of your great-grandfather mention the name of your aunties I am prophesying to you but when I am done just by mentioning their names how do you grow are you following the purpose of us being called into the office of a prophet the office of an evangelist the office of an apostle is for you to grow and if you are not growing under me then what kind of leader am i what kind of leader what kind of leader am i so the first key is that every believer is called into ministry the second key is that being in the office of a prophet or the office of an apostle or the office of an evangelist it's not a calling it is not a calling the calling is for you to be in the work or do the work of the ministry the third key is that every believer has a specific assignment and until you learn to find your assignment you will never be successful in life you will never fulfill your purpose on earth what is your assignment today if i ask you what is your assignment 80 percent of the people are going to say they don't know there are people who are almost 30 years they still do not know the assignment on earth and yet you accepted christ 20 years ago hmm. believers of today first corinthians chapter 1 verse 17 first corinthians chapter 1 verse 17 for christ this is apostle paul speaking he says for christ did not send me to baptize listen hmm. it said that baptism is not a good thing baptism is a good thing and in fact we are baptizing in the name of christ so baptism is a good thing but Paul is saying, as for me, Christ did not send me to baptize. Uh-huh. That is not his assignment. In fact, it is not a specific assignment. The fact that other preachers are doing this, other pharmacists are doing this, other evangelists are doing this, doesn't mean you are supposed to do the same thing. <coughs> it doesn't mean you are supposed to do the same thing the prophet john the baptist he came baptizing in the name of god and that was the right thing to do that was a specific assignment but apostle paul said i was not sent to be baptized but to preach the gospel he said my specific assignment is to preach the gospel and even in the preaching of the gospel he said not with the wisdom of words not in a manner that when i am preaching you'll be sitting down and be saying e, this man of god here he's wise man no 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 if you think i'm wise and yet the things i'm sharing with you do not make you grow there is no point no you are a preacher of the gospel not a motivational speaker 
I am not sharing the word with you so that you would think, say, what I am sharing you know, is reasonable. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to reason with you. I am giving you the word with power. He said, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect if I only come to preach wisdom to you. The cross of Christ will be made of no effect. I am there to preach to you so that when you are seated, you are there and there is something going on within you that you are yearning for more, you are longing for more, you are desperate to transform your life. Yes. What is your specific assignment? Do you think your assignment is so that you have a beautiful home? You have a successful marriage? I am sorry. It is nobody's assignment to have a successful marriage. Having a successful marriage is the blessing of God. It's not your assignment. Those of you who only spend your time building your relationships, Jumping from relationships to relationships. Hmm. I am sorry. Jesus said, For there is no marriage in heaven. After we die from this earth, there will be no marriage in heaven. People. 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 Hmm. The only thing you care about is having a beautiful home, a beautiful car, a paying job. It is never anyone's assignment, if you don't know. Your primary purpose is tied to the kingdom of God. It has to do with the kingdom of God. It has to do with the work of the ministry. You are working with a secular company. That is a beautiful thing. Share something with them that will transform their lives. Yes. It is only in sharing that your purpose is fulfilled. What is your purpose? You think your purpose is to graduate in a first class? Hmm. You think your purpose... Oh God. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but unto us who are saved, it is the power of God. That is where we draw our power from. It is the power of God, the message of the cross, the gospel of God. You have a specific assignment and that assignment is tied to the ministry, the work of the ministry. Even if you are the CEO of MTN, you have something to do in the ministry because that is your primary assignment. Think about it. Before you came to earth, you were in a better place. You were richer. You were more successful. 
why would God bring you to earth to come and relive your life? Do you think he brought you here so that you become a billionaire and that is all? No! He brought you here so that you can make at least a bit of impact over the lives of others and to help empty the kingdom of the devil. Yes! Yours might not be preaching, but if it is encouraging someone, do it. Yours might not be preaching, but if it is guiding people, do it. Yours might not be preaching, but if it is counseling others, do it. Yours might not be preaching, but if it is supporting with your money, do it. That is the work of the ministry. Share with others that which the Lord has blessed you with. So the third key is that every believer has a specific assignment that ties or tied, it is tied to the work of the ministry. Yes. So anybody here who is ministry minded and supports the ministry with their strength, with their time, with their money, you realize that they are always doing better than others. I'm telling you. (laughs) And that is why if you are a preacher, if you are called into the office, one of the four offices, you cannot say now that you've been called into the offices then you wouldn't worry yourself sharing that which you have with others no because your purpose (laughs) is to be in the work of the ministry that is your calling being in the office is because you are in the office because you've been chosen yes you are in the office because you've been chosen but your calling is to do the work of the ministry so even if you are an apostle you still must support with your money you must support with your time you must support with your energy being in the office does not put an end to the work of the ministry the work of the ministry is the main job that is why apostle paul said mine is to preach the gospel with power yes you are here you are always finding excuses when there is work to be done you are finding excuses when we are going out to reach out to people you are finding excuses you are there in your home you think you are doing the work of the ministry you are in your bedroom that is why you are always praying you see there are keys that you need to fulfill your assignment it is not just prayer I'm sure when you saw the flyer, you were thinking I was going to say it's prayer. Yes, pray. You pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. Nothing will change. He said, tithe and I will open the windows of heaven. It is only tithe or tithe is the only key that unlocks the windows of heaven. It is not prayer. It is not singing. It is not worship. There are keys. These things are keys. If you will not be or support the work of the ministry with your time, with your strength, with your money, with your loyalty, with your commitment, no, 
you will struggle. You will struggle in your life. You will struggle in your ambitions, in your dreams. You will struggle. The next key that you need to fulfill your purpose. The next key that you need to fulfill your purpose is you are not called because you are special. Please listen to me. The reason you are called is not because you are special. If you are going to be successful in life, you need to understand you are not special. You are wondering, what is he saying? First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 26 For you see your calling Now that I have explained your calling to you He said For you see your calling That not many wise according to the flesh Not many mighty Not many noble are called Think about it. How many people are called from the palaces? How many people are called from rich families? Almost every man of God has a story one way or the other that says that they were once poor. Think about it. You are not special. I am not special. Paul is asking, not many wise according to the flesh are called. Not many mighty men are called. Not many noble men are called. Even though a few of them are called, but not many. So many men of God that you encounter today, they will tell you where they came from. And it is always worse. They were not special. And they are not special. So you are not called because you are special. I am not special. You are not special. Verse 27 But God has chosen the foolish things of the world To put to shame the wise And God has chosen the weak things of the world To put to shame the things which are mighty Many believers today They are the weakest amongst everyone else They lack self-control They have anger issues They have troubles understanding anything they do not even know how to read the Bible. The weak things. Yes, we have all been there. I've been there. I was once weak. I was the weakest. In fact, I am still weak. It is by the grace of God that we are able to accomplish the things we are accomplishing. I'm telling you. The foolish things of the world. Think about you yourself where you are coming from even the home you are coming from the family home you are coming from think about the lives of your parents and see how far the lord has brought you do you think you are special no you see when you begin to develop the mindset that you are so distinguished you are so special you are so different that is when you begin to misbehave one of my mentors said something he said you are not here because you are too different you are just like everyone else the difference between you and the rest is the grace the grace somebody shout the grace you are not special 
So do not be shy about some things with you. Do not be afraid to share some things that you go through. Do not be afraid because you are not special. The person you are sharing with is not special. The spiritual father you are talking to about is not special. We are all on the same level except the grace of God. But for the grace, but for the grace, but for the grace, Verse 28 of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And the base things of the world, or the basic things of the world, or the common things of the world, and the things which are despised, God has chosen. Think about it. Some of us, no one respected us. They didn't respect us. They spoke to us anyhow. They treated us anyhow. They will give us tax. They will watch us go up and down anyhow. The most trivial of the jobs they will give to us. The commonness of the jobs they will give to us. They don't respect us. Yes. But the Lord called the common things of the world. It is, it is when you come to a place where you realize that you are not special. That you will come to know that the things you are acquiring, the things you are accomplishing, the things you are achieving are for the reason and by the reason of God. That is how you do not become proud. You have no reason to be proud. You have no reason at all to be proud. Had it not been for the Lord. Had it not been for the Lord. They despised you. Yes, they despised me too. They take you for granted. Yes, they took me for granted too. But these days, when I tell you we have a service at seven. I will come and the people are here. You think they listen to me because I am special? No. They listen to me because of the grace of God. I pray for you and you are healed. It is not because I am special. It is because of the grace of God. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are verse 29 that no flesh no human being no person should ever glory in god's presence hey how dare you take the glory of god you a mortal man a mortal woman take the glory of god we are making impact no two ways about it we are making impact but we are not making impact because we are special we are making impact because we are in his presence in his presence you think it is ordinary that i'll come live and you also join in and you will stay here with me for two hours listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth hey is it ordinary you you even your dad who gave birth to you does not listen to you your mother does not listen to you even your kid siblings do not listen to you ordinary people do not listen to you you think it is ordinary 
that people will come and sit under your feet and listen to the things you have to say for two hours, for three hours. Hey, no flesh should glory in his presence. But for the grace, I always say, these are things that I do not take for granted at all. Hey. And you yourself, until you come to the place of understanding that you are not special, you will never be successful in life and you cannot fulfill your purpose on earth. That strong desire, now let me break some things down for you. The strong desire you have in you to do something, to export goods, to be into product manufacturing, that dream that you have it is god who has given it to you to fulfill your purpose that dream is not your purpose do not lose your way you have the dream to be a policeman you have the dream to be a president you have the dream to be a businessman that dream has been given to you by god to support and sponsor your purpose that dream is not your purpose that is why many people are losing their way they will go so far and they are successful financially they are successful and yet they run back to the church they are seeking solace they are seeking comfort from the man of god why is it so I am giving you these keys so that you will not go down the same path. So that 20 years later, you will come looking for me. And the sad thing is you will not even get my personal number. You will get the number of my PA and they will be tossing you to and fro. They will be tossing you. Please, Papa said he's busy. So you call him in the afternoon. Please, Papa said, wait, please. Oh, is that what you want? Why don't you fix why don't you fix it now fix it now that you will understand that your ultimate is to do the work of the ministry and your dream is to support your work of the ministry because the work of the ministry is your primary purpose you are called into the ministry you are called into the ministry every believer is called into the ministry Every believer is called into the ministry. My spiritual father, I always say, is in Kumase and I'm in Accra. Every time that I have the chance, I still go back and support him with my strength. Not just with my money. Listen, doing the work of the ministry is far higher than money. When we are talking about the work of the ministry, we are not talking about sitting down in your, in, in your living room and crossing your legs and sending some momo. For some people to go and do it get up yourself you see in prayer life eh, it is my dream that we will have billionaires in prayer life who will be carrying chairs in our programs you come you see a billionaire and he's carrying a chair my grandfather said something let me share this quick story with you my grandfather shared a story with us and he said one day he went to preach in uk he went to preach in uk and he met a man he didn't know the man so he was just walking in the church to just check the setup and the man was doing the setup 
he was part of the team doing the setup and they were arranging chairs doing backdrop and all that and then the man said hi he said he just he just waved hi and he went his own way because he didn't know him now when it was time for the program the guest minister was introducing the dignitaries at the program can you believe that the man was the ceo of hp hp in uk hp a company like hp a whole ceo was part of those doing backdrop and arranging chairs at the program he said hey i have not seen this before share doing the work of the ministry it's not sending momo and sending money and sitting back share the money will not carry chairs into the auditorium the money will not get the backdrop done the money will not do anything because the money even after buying something no matter how rich you are even after buying the most expensive car you still need a driver to drive it the money will not drive the car money alone cannot get the job done when we are talking about the work of the ministry we are not talking about supporting with your money no it is bigger than that you need to develop that mindset from today it is my dream we will have ceos we will have coos we will have billionaires and millionaires who are arranging chairs in church because they understand that the job and the work of the ministry is their assignment and the purpose and their purpose on earth there are too many proud people in the church today not in our church we cannot accept that we have zero tolerance for pride i am sorry but i need to tell you this we have zero tolerance for pride how dare you even jesus the king the king the king of glory even jesus is humble how much more you no where we need people to go out with you see one sad thing that i see in the church today is that we pamper the rich and the influential over the loyal and the committed ones and it saddens my heart we respect the rich and the influential over the loyal and the committed no if we need to hail anybody we need to we need to hail the loyal and the committed ones not the rich and powerful it is very sad if you have money the church respects you the church honors you i am oh my god it shouldn't be it shouldn't be it shouldn't be you have money yes that is a beautiful thing but come and let us do the work of the ministry come and let us do it 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 as long as i can support with my money it is enough money really i always tell people if you think some of us 
and the people we are raising you are going to deceive us into doing what you want with money with your seeds with your offerings with your tithes <laughs> my god money you cannot serve me and serve money that is what jesus said you cannot serve me and serve money if you are loyal and committed i respect you much more than he that is not loyal but only sends money from time to time or sends even sends money every time no 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 if money were enough then after we set up a state we will throw money on the state and souls are being saved by the by the throwing of the money souls are being saved i don't know if you have seen that scripture before maybe it is in your own bible by the throwing of money souls are saved by the throwing of money souls are saved by the throwing of money souls are saved it doesn't take money to save souls it takes people human beings to save souls it takes the spirit of god to save souls we need people for the kingdom we need people for the kingdom Neski, that you need to be successful in life your journey will not make sense to many your journey will not make sense to many your journey on your journey to fulfill your purpose it will not make sense to so many people they will never understand you they think you they will think you are a fool they've told me so many times that i'm a fool because of my journey to fulfill my assignment yeah i have a friend a female friend in us she said obia you've been trained as a computer engineer do you know the money that they are taking in us her own words so do you know the money that computer engineers are taking in us that you you are saying that you will be a pastor ah guy way she's my classmate she she used to be a classmate your journey that is the key that you need to understand that your journey will not make sense to many people how is it reasonable that a ceo a ceo is arranging chess and you you are still in final year final year no crown you you come when the place is set and you come and cross your leg you come and the usher tells you please this seat is reserved or say maza Hey, your pride will kill you. I'm a prophet. And take this for me. Humility 
is the key to your exaltation. Just last Sunday, I was with my old man in Kumase. At church on Sunday, that's me. I have dressed and come to church. When I got there, people had messed up the washroom. Me, I am dressed though. I'm a prophet. I'm a pastor. Ordinary people were there. Congregation were seated. Me, I went to clean the place when people were seated. Do not care. You think you are big. You won't go far. And I can tell you, so many so-called young prophets, they will not do what some of us are willing to do. They will not do it. Or no. Hey. Should come and clean washroom. Paruma da When your spiritual father gives you an assignment, go now both. So day in, day out, your situation is getting worse. When we ask you what is going on, the first response is hmm. Are you here with me? Are you listening to me? Your journey will not make sense to many. Can you hear me? Are you here? Are you here? Can you hear me? First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God For they are foolishness to him Yes Nor can he know them Because they are spiritually descent You see why most of us Our parents do not support us Concerning the things we are doing Even in church they think it doesn't make any sense. They be a church, 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 church. They think you are a fool. They think we are fools. That is what the Bible is saying. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually descent. Your journey will not make sense to many but today that are spiritual they can relate but to the carnal men even if they are your parents even if they are your siblings even if they are your friends it is foolishness to them that is what the bible is saying but learn to push through do not allow 
they are ill sayings to keep you from doing what you must. You think we had it easy, eh? Oh my god. Everything. My mom will not understand. My dad will not allow me. My mom will not allow me. You are funny. You haven't fully understood your purpose yet. If you understand what purpose is, even your dad cannot stop you. I know I'm supposed to marry this man, but my dad disagrees. Even though I know I'm supposed to, because of my dad, I have to stop. Okay. There are a lot of people who have made decisions because of their opinions of their parents, and today they are suffering for it. I'm telling you. Your journey will not make sense to many. Your journey will not make sense to many. You can't always hide behind the excuse that my husband will not allow me. You are talking to people, they will say, Man of God, the reason I cannot join, my husband will not allow me. My wife will not allow me. My friend will not allow me. My boyfriend, somebody even said, my boyfriend said I shouldn't come online after, after nine. Hmm. That is why I'm not able to join your services. Hmm. Okay. Your boyfriend said, don't come online after nine. Okay. Hmm. So when you are done, man of God, I had an attack yesterday. I had this. Me too. I will mind you when I have the time. When my girlfriend allows me, I also mind you. Sure. <laughs> Your journey will not make sense to many. Do not allow anybody to stop you. If you know this is what you you must do. Sure. This is the last point. The last key that I'm sharing with you is that ministers, those called into one of the four offices or any of the four offices, ministers are examples to the rest of the people. Ministers, you are an example. If you are chosen as a minister, you are an example to the rest. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 9. For it seems to me that God has put us apostles or us ministers on display at the end of the procession like those condemned to die in an arena. When you are condemned to die in an arena, you know what it means? You are standing in the middle of the field and there are people gathered around and they are all watching how you will do. Mm. That is the life of a minister. You are set on display and the rest are watching. <laughs> My God. It is not easy being a minister. 
you when you have problems you come to me you come to us you cry to us you share your worries with us think about it when i have problems who do i cry to who do i run to my life has been set on display for you we have been made a spectacle to the whole universe not just to the earth but to the universe even angels are watching even angels they are watching because there are some angels they do not have a personal relationship with god if time one day when the lord permits i will speak to you about angels there are some angels they do not have a relationship with god they only know god through us and so apostle paul said in first corinthians chapter 4 verse 9 get into the latter part he said we have been made a spectacle to the whole uni- universe not just the earth but the universe to angels as well as human beings not just believers who human beings are watching that is why when a man of god does something you see the way the media picks it up so for pana so for pana so for pana yes because god has made us a spectacles to the whole universe and not just to human beings but also to angels in some angels some category of angels do not know god they only know god through us but i will not speak on angels today hmm. james chapter 3 verse 1 my brethren let not many of you become teachers or ministers let not many of you become ministers listen even though all of you have been called into the work of the ministry do not rush to be in any of the offices that is what the bible is saying james chapter 3 verse 1 please post it so that they know we are not quoting from our mind it is written do not be in a rush to be a prophet oh. do not be in a rush to be an apostle do not be in a rush to be a pastor Where? Oh, bro, oh, coin. Hmm. There are some people, it is okay to stay there and just do the work of the ministry. Do not become an apostle. Do not enter any of the offices. Sorry. The Bible said, the reason this is so is because we shall be judged with a greater judgment. Yay. Hmm. It is hard those of us who are ministers we shall be judged with a, a stricter judgment hey. na mini eugenia ko jina ho na mini eugenia tina ho instead of god to judge us equally the bible makes it point blank that i will be judged with a stricter judgment than eugenia hey why because she is only doing the work of the ministry but i am doing the work of a minister i am doing the work of a prophet this is sad stricter judgment so these days i am careful i am very careful i don't do things anyhow i don't say things anyhow even if the lord does not ask me to pray for somebody i will not pray i was speaking to a daughter not long ago i was telling her the lord just opened my eyes to see something and there is there is this particular person in the ministry i want to sack i want to sack him 
I want to sack the person from the ministry because he doesn't have a good spirit. The person doesn't have a good spirit. These days, I am careful. We will be judged with stricter judgment. Are you a minister? Please, if you have not been chosen as a minister, do the work of the ministry. That is your calling. When you do just that alone, you are fulfilling your calling. You are fulfilling your purpose. Your dreams are to support your purpose. But please, do not lose yourself because of your dream. Oh, pastor, those days, let me not time because... Every day I am present. You will die. Yes. Your dream will kill you. Your vision will kill you. Your vision is not capable of sustaining you. It is only the work of the ministry, the grace of God, that you will obtain by doing the work of the ministry that can sustain you you will die I told you at the beginning of the year that this year I have one mandate that to ensure that by 31st December 2022 you your spiritual life will be a revolution your spiritual life will be a revolution because i have come to a conclusion that if your spiritual life is working everything else will correspond why mm. You see, you are in a relationship, but you never have any kind of peace. Every day, troubles upon troubles. Why? Hmm. Every day, seeking support from your own parents. All you get are stories. Abraham said, Abraham said, Abraham said, until you learn to fix your relationship with God you have been looking for unemployment for 6 years now 7 years now you are still searching I know of a guy is he better than you his relationship with God is working is your relationship with God working hmm my God This is the last thing I'm going to do. I'll go over the keys. The first key to fulfill your purpose is every believer is called into ministry. Every believer is called into ministry. Every believer is called into ministry. And ministry simply means sharing with others that which the Lord has given to you. That's all. Every believer is called into ministry. Second key, being a minister is not a calling. It is an office. Being a minister is not a calling, but it is an office. 
being a minister is not a calling it is an office number three every believer has a specific assignment every believer has a specific assignment number four you are not called because you are special you are not called because you are extraordinary you are not called because you are peculiar please you are common you are normal you are ordinary what makes the difference is the grace of god so humble yourself number five your journey will not make sense to many the fifth key that you need to be successful and or to fulfill your purpose your journey will not make sense to many the last key is that we ministers are examples to the rest we ministers we are examples to the rest bow your head for a word of prayer father lord we thank you for a wonderful night we thank you for the preaching of your word we thank you for the teaching of your word we thank you for the word of knowledge and we thank you for the word of wisdom oh god we pray let your word abide in the lives of your people in jesus mighty name we pray god bless you so much for joining if there are any first timers kindly share your whatsapp numbers with us we want to warmly welcome you i want to add you to our whatsapp platforms God bless you guys so much. Those of you, especially who are always here. Those of you who are always here. God bless you so much. I always say, I always appreciate loyalty and commitment over everything else. God bless you for your commitment. See you on Thursday. Bye-bye.